Now, can I persuade you to join us for a drink? All right, but nothing too strong. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to the 3.2 Company. A podcast about Star Wars, X-Wing, ASMR videos. And, what, and I guess Warhammer? We were talking about Warhammer a lot earlier. We were, but we're not actually about ASMR. No. I promise. <laughs> we're about AOS, Age of Sigmar. Yeah, sure. Yeah, anyway. Um, when hey, did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm well, Scott. We're waiting for you. They today. went on a whole thing about it. We, we got Caleb interested. Yeah, Caleb almost fell asleep. They did not get me interested. <laughs> I did almost fall asleep. <laughs> I was like leaning here all You could like see the look in his eye where he wished he were dead. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Star Wars <laughs> Company. A Star Wars podcast about. Yeah, I don't know. Um, hey everybody, I'm Scott. Um, today I am drinking straight from the liquor store Big Bad ba- bleh, Baptista. Oh, that shit. Oh, Big good. Bad Baptist is good. Yeah, yeah it's really that's, good. That's the Mexican coffee version. That's mm-hmm. It's super, super good. good. <laughs> Like it's really tragic that I have to years. be to work at 5 a.m. after drinking this. Hooray for me! Oh, God, good decisions. That's right. tomorrow, Scott. Problem. Yep. Yeah, I know. Tomorrow, Scott can <laughs> deal with that shit. Kick that can down the road. That's right. <laughs> um, joining us today. Hey, Eric. How are you doing? Good. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking an 801 from Uinta. Uinta's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also joining us today, it's Caleb. Hey, Caleb. Hey, everybody. I'm drinking A&W root beer that I've decided is partially alcoholic because I put it in the mini fridge with the beers for uh, a while. Actually, that's cream soda. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> See, the alcohol is already seeped in. Destroyed my mind. Drunk. Yep. <laughs> go, go home, Caleb. Yeah, drink. You're drunk. <laughs> I mean, Perry has powers. What did that I say? You can't root beer. <laughs> that's definitely not root beer. No, it's not. It's A&W though. It's the only kind of cream soda we're drinking. Sure. Uh, I'll take over for it. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, Stu. Hey, Stu. Hey, I'm Stu. I am uh, just drinking the last dregs of a cutthroat pale ale from Uinta, and I'm about to open a Roja Back Porch Pale Ale. Hmm. Mike's a big fan of that. Speaking of Mike, also joining us today is Mike. That's right. What uh, bullshit are you drinking? Yep. I've I've been the beer snob on the podcast before. I used to always try to get good stuff, but I just decided life's not worth it anymore. He's Fuck it. Broken. Life is not worth it. <laughs> so, so I am drinking my cold uh, blue Rockies. I've got a uh, silver bullet, some Coors Light tonight. Yeah. Keeping it classy. You should just shotgun that shit. And later we're going to have a vote about if Mike can stay on podcast or not. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Do you want to edit the podcast, Eric? No, nope, Mike can stay. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one's always real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> would you like extra work? No, I would not. Mike is the most indispensable member of this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Brody's still out because uh, he had a baby. And, and so. congrats to Brody for having a relatively easy baby. Congrats to uh, Kelvin, <laughs> Ricky over on Scum and Villainy for having a relatively easy baby. Hey, I've heard he's even had a speedy, speedy recovery. Yeah. Jealous of both of you motherfuckers. Yeah, Mike's over here, like, walking in with the thousand-yard stare, just like... Uh, uh, 
Yeah, we looked at him and he's like, I have Coors Light. (laughs) (laughs) Screamed at for two and a half hours. My ears were ringing before we started. It's a good night. Yeah. Huzzah. Uh, Speaking of a good night. Hey, regionals. Do you have good nights? That's a good beer. They're a good ratio beer. Good nights? Good night. Good night. Good night. That's the original ratio beer, isn't Oscar it? Oscar Blues Brewery? I don't know. It's just the best one I've ever found because it's That's like dirt cheap and it's like 9%. <laughs> yeah, man. Have you ever had Old Chub? <laughs> Same brewery. It's, really, <laughs> it's, it's also a ratio beer. It's like 9%. It's really good. It's, it's real good, but it's, it's real sweet. Yeah, like you can't have a side look like... Who's going to make the old chub joke? I think that's the point. <laughs> They've all been done already. Uh-huh, yeah. Back to the regional. Yeah, uh, 57? So we had 57 people that showed up um, out of the 58 that were signed up going in, including the two people that I could have sworn would not show up on time. So uh-huh. congratulations, Brandon and Jacob, for being there on time. I mean, oh, God. I didn't think you were going to put a blast like that. Of course, I played like Brandon that. round one. They were not God. even. They were not only on time. They were both there like twenty minutes before the game started. Did you message them separately and be I, like, "Yes, it did. starts at nine. Dice are rolling I at said, nine. I said, <laughs> "Now I we know." Jacob a message the night before at like eight thirty, and I said, "Jacob, this is your friendly reminder that the tournament starts <laughs> at nine thirty. You should be there by nine. <laughs> a few minutes later, he sent me back a message that said. You are a kind and lovely person. Thank you so much. I love Jacob. Jacob's the best. Yep. Yep. So, I didn't think you were going to put up a blast like that. I thought you were just going to be like, no, there around. are two people that came on time and they know I who was they super, are. Yeah, they know who they are. They know who they are. I was now super we know what it takes. Yep. Yeah. So, 57 people. We had six rounds of Swiss. Yep. How many uh, Star Championship buys got turned in? We had 11 buys in the first round 10 of them were from store championships what were the other ones other other regionals the other one was because we had an odd number of players we had we had Uh, 57 players so one person 10 of them had store championship buys which left over 46 i see and then one guy had the first round buy and we had people from all over come out to this region yeah we We had had people from arizona from idaho from Washington, that's where Seattle is, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Colorado. Colorado. Montana. Do we have a Texas guy? Texas. We have a Texas guy. Um, and Minnesota. Yeah. And Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. We had people from all over the place. We had uh, Carson Ray from Radio TCX was there. Minnesota. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. He's from Minnesota. And mm-hmm. then. And uh, Kyle from uh, Evergreen. Scotland. Kyle from Evergreen. Fuck yeah, Kyle. He made it to the final. Congratulations, Uh, We'll talk about his final a little bit later. Um, We had guys... We had guys from all over the place. Yeah, it was really cool. Mm -hmm. Far far more out-of-state people than we had last year. Because last year we had 39 people, I think, that showed up. So we beat that by almost 20. I honestly expected more of the Idaho guys that I recognized. I didn't see almost any of them. Maybe they were going to a different one. Maybe they're going to Denver this oh, weekend. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Um, but so, yeah. Uh, so Mike and I, uh, we played in that regional. Uh, if you want to put played if you, in quotes. If you want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked about our bullshit lists. We talked about our lists last episode and one before. Um, I did triple PS11 Rebel Aces because I didn't get 
much of a chance to practice. So I was like, I'm just going to take the crutch of moving last all the time. <laughs> um, Didn't help a whole lot. Yeah. I brought 67% of the decimators in the regionals. And how many extra hit points did you get out of determination this uh, time around? Determination triggered 13 times. That That's right. That's it was amazing. <laughs> That's 13 hull upgrades. That's like That's a whole no, extra extra <laughs> no, it's not hull upgrades. It's shield upgrades because you discard the crit. Yeah. It's better than a whole upgrade. Man. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, things. That's uh, a lot of points you saved. Uh-huh. It helped me to get to two and four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a, a rough start to the day. Uh, lunch was after round two, right, mm-hmm. Caleb? Yeah, and I think we'll change that next year. Yeah, change it up to be right in the middle. I always do it after this. I always try to do it so that it's not like a late lunch time-wise right. when I do those, but... I think that having the second round and then lunch mess a lot of people up. Yeah. Uh, Scott and I went to lunch with uh, Justin, local player, uh, Dennis, and Kyle from Washington. And <laughs> Kyle and Justin had like used buys and had won everything. And then me, Scott, and Dennis were, like, we were team 0-6 combined at lunch yeah. today. Yeah. That was um, good. Yeah. Now, Brandon, who showed up on time, to kick my ass in round one. This is a a real uh, good game. Uh, Came down to time and I think points. He won on MOV. Uh, Asajj and two TLTs. Poe just couldn't take down two TLTs by himself. And in my second game, I played Ben from uh, Colorado. I think he's one of the Back to Dials guys. And he had two uh, of the Skurgs. And he did the cloaking tugboat thing where you... uh, use Visago to swap out the illicit slot and that game was over real quick because he had some harpoon missiles oh, I, is that where the dice were hot that, the, fire they were oh super, yeah they I were, rocked up they were like saw hot some of that. fire and magma Holy and everything garbage. else you yeah. can imagine well like he played well I thought I had Poe only taking one um shot from a harpoon missile it ended up being two I used Fen Rao's ability to shut down modifiers didn't matter uh, in 14 dice that were thrown in quick succession, there were 10 crits and three hits. There was one blank red die. So I that got guidance chipped. Uh, well, some some of those crits were guidance chipped. Oh, okay. Got but it. but got since it. for some reason the skurg has a primary attack value of three, uh-huh. another problem with it. Um, but yeah, he he dumpstered me real quick, and I just said, hey, how about we get an early start on lunch? Hell's yeah, we went to the pie. Yeah, how'd your first two go, Scott? Uh, the first game I lost by literally one hit point. And in fact, it was on a simultaneous fire that I almost got it too. And then it would have gone to dice and we both had six. So, uh, but that was a really good game. Uh, God, what was my second game? Uh, I can't even remember my second game. That good. Uh (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I've kind of blanked out a lot of that because, you know. Well, we came back and uh, I ended up winning round three. Played Dan, a local. Um, and Dan's a super cool guy. He uh, had Jansen and uh, AP5 and Kanan Ghost build. Hmm. Also came down to time where I had was just running with X-Wings to win on points. Um, and then my round four game, I went up against the dreaded Nim-Miranda combo. Mm. And here is where I blame part of my experience. 
on the players in Utah being too goddamn wholesome. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. One hundred percent. Nobody ever brings stuff like uh, Memoranda or Racklow or just harpoon like triple harpoon missile lists because we have this like honor code where we never practice this shit against each other so i was like yeah i, I think i know what to oh shit trajectory simulator what you hit all three of my shit well okay we're done <laughs> yeah yeah uh we had successfully uh shunned racklow out of the meta in utah until and, and then we all started flying <laughs> well, and, and he, the only reason i won my round three game against dan is he didn't put tlt on his ghost because he doesn't like the card. We have too many nice people like that. I know, right? <laughs> and I'm like, it wasn't Dan running Sync Turret on it? Yeah, it's Sync Turret, yeah. Sync Turret. We I, actually had a discussion with some people at Worlds on how they were they were impressed we did as well as we did based on that we don't get to practice against medalists. So, Utah people, it's okay to take good stuff to like casual not. nights. Don't no, it's do not. It. Stop it. You well, don't only we can do that. <laughs> it was one of the biggest... No. no. <laughs> <laughs> on casual nights... I show up with Nara with the stupid saturation salvo accuracy corrector bullshit. Okay, if you show up and you're going to play two games, like you can have a bullshit list, it's, but it's okay to practice against something mm-hmm. good, too. It's There's a big difference between tonight's casual night, bring something fun, and tournament coming up, let's and practice some good lists. But, but our ideas are of good lists still have this false honor code attached to it. Right, yeah. it's true. Like, <laughs> I straight up should have shown up with Racklow. Like... The only guy, the uh, only if you guy from Rathlow, Utah, you might have made the cut with as many oh, memorandas as I know. The only uh, guy yeah. with memorandas from Utah fired was the guy from Yeah, and he was in the top four. Mm-hmm. Stop being so goddamn wholesome, Utah. It was a pretty, pretty. So there were three decimators, one Racklow list, and then Scott's determination. <laughs> <laughs> and the Racklow player dropped after like the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, right? I dropped after round four as well to go dad mode for a little bit, and then I came back for the cut later. I know I played fake Kenny, and um, I beat him, but then gave him a fidget spinner. Nice. <laughs> and that game was close, and he probably could have won, but he had bad dice. We used the fidget spinners for the bounty in the fifth round, and so many tables were like, the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty great. shit. <laughs> Any other memorable matchups from the rest of your day, Scott? Uh, no. Oh, oh, um, um, I just wished I was dead the whole time. (laughs) No, because I was having fun keeping count of determination, and every time it came up, just like, ha ha! You were keeping track of that the way that Eric used to keep track of stress on Dingaroo. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. The the shocking part is, by the way, determination did not trigger in the sixth round. So I had 13. Determination pulls going into the sixth round. That's nice. amazing. I was God. really hoping to get up to uh, sixteen and thus have paid for the I just kind of like wanted to watch. Like I would have liked to have watched you just been like determination. Trigger. Like you, you still <laughs> lost. <laughs> I don't even care. Uh, no, I, I should point out in my first round when it came down to the last shot that was getting put into me. 
uh, my opponent used guidance tips to change a crit to a hit. <laughs> so that insane. it would not trigger determination, because if it triggered determination, I would have had a hit point left. Can they do that? Yeah. I thought it said... It's, it's a two-dice primary shift. It's a two-dice primary shift. So guidance Oh, shift. he rolled a natural crit. He rolled a natural crit. It lets you change yeah. something. He rolled like hit, hit, crit, and he was like... Guidance chips the crit to a hit, so you can't pull a pilot card? <laughs> you were in his head, man. Well, yeah, because I had like four or five triggers that game. It was ridiculous. That's that's amazing. Because he had one hit point left, and I, you know. You would have shot back. I, I still got to shot, shoot oh. back because we were with PS4, but I would have lived another round. Uh, I see. Eric and I had a pretty good day, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we yeah. won. Oh, cool. The forces of chaos overcame the forces of order. Uh, we beat John and Katie, in case they're listening. Um, <laughs> and by we, I mean Stu's guys are really good and carried our army. <laughs> so top eight, Kayla. Uh, so the top eight, I was so tired by the time we got to the cut. There were So it's a lot different running a regional than it is running the big Intermountain Cup. Mm-hmm. I went into it thinking, I kind of know at least a little bit about what I'm doing here after running the Intermountain Cup, but running the regional was far more exhausting. There's, I got to put this in before I forget. There was this interesting thing I noticed throughout the day. We had 30 tables to start the day, or like 28 tables. Mm -hmm. Throughout the day, tables like 22 through 30, not a single one of them called me over for a judge's call. Yep. Not to measure an arc. Not to check a roll, not to, not to do anything. They just sorted their stuff out. Tables like ten through twenty, they called me over a fair number of times, but it was always for something straightforward. Like, can you check this arc? It's close enough. We'd like a judge to check it. Okay, or quick rules clarification, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Tables one through ten. God damn it! Every just. Name rule thing you can think of came from that. I don't even think I played my first game in tables one through ten. I did. I was in the the back room there. (laughs) So there's clearly a big difference I was not expecting. The guys in the top tables were keyed in and wanted everything perfect. And that goes back to our unhealthily wholesome Utah attitude. Yeah. So that was quite interesting. Over the course of the day. And that wore me out after a while. But we got through it. Top 8 had 7 Rebel Lists. Uh-huh. 4 of them were Nimranda. Uh-huh. 1 Scum List and 0 Imperials. And by the way, that Scum List contained Nim. It, it did. It was Asajj Nim, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was Carson. That was Carson. Right? Yeah. He had the Scum List. And so we had 1 Mirror Match mm-hmm. Nimranda in the Top 8. That's mm-hmm. what prevented us from having full Nimranda top four pretty much. Yeah. Or the potential for it. But wow. then how I think Kyle had something to Kyle say. Kyle had that something too. to say about that. Because Kyle went into the top eight and he played Nimranda and then he beat it. And then he played Nimranda and he beat it. And then he played Nimranda and he almost <laughs> beat it. <laughs> oh man. If I remember right, because I was kinda out of it at the time, I think that in the final hit came down to he rolled with Poe on Miranda and missed it by one hit, yeah. killing her. Oh. And if he got her, the game was his. Mm-hmm. Because then... Sh- then he's got all of the ships. 
He had all the, he would have had all the ships left against Nim, who had a little bit of damage, not a whole lot, but a little bit of damage. Yeah. But because he didn't get Miranda, uh, John Grasser was able to eliminate his Jess and his Poe that mm-hmm. round and left him with just Lorik against Miranda and Nim. Yeah. So then he called it. Mm-hmm. It was like I'm not gonna dance. I'm not gonna. It was after midnight, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. like twelve thirty or so. My God. Uh, we were able to stream out and record the top four game that Kyle played for Mister Green, which was, was insane. A super. It's an awesome amazing game. game. As soon as it. you think it's over, it's not. And then when you think it's over, then by the way, it's not. I think we called it like multiple times during that game. Yeah. Well, and we were just going along with Twitch chat, like, ah, oh, dang. Sucks for Kyle. Wait, we're still going. Wait, we're still going. What crit was that? Holy shit, what crit was that? It was, it was Mike, great. you need to go check. Tell me if he's used his integrated yet. Mike, yeah. go check this. Yeah, uh, we'll put the link to that in the description for this episode on our YouTube channel. Um, There's also an interview with Carson Ray on that stream. Yeah, and, and we... And we oh, yeah, because you guys got to talk to him after <laughs> he was done, right? We interview Carson. We interview Kyle a little bit. Yeah. Um, Brad... Uh, is Brad Hepler? Scott, Scott, Scott Hepler, Hepler uh, yep. who lost to Kyle in that awesome mm-hmm. top four game. Uh, his first regional, by the way. Yep. Where can people watch this video? At 3.2company.com. No, wait. Hang on. <laughs> nope. <laughs> YouTube.com slash 3.2company. Spell the point. I think that's our YouTube channel, isn't it? Should be the most recent one, shouldn't it? Should be. Just, well, no, because we've been putting up... You can just search for 3.2company on YouTube. Yep. We have definitely been that. putting up a uh, our recordings of the podcasts on there so it's the most recent full video but there is audio versions of the podcast in youtube form yeah so anything else about the regional uh i guess we should say congratulations to jonathan grasser Absolutely. he won mm-hmm. he flew uh all along. he had more final salvos than i can possibly imagine in one tournament mm-hmm. kind of blew Th- that's my mind true a little bit. His, his top four game against his, jerry russell came down to final salvo his yeah. top eight game was a final salvo his sixth round of swiss was a final salvo his top four game was a final salvo well, and that, that so top the reason four game, he went to midnight was his fault <laughs> essentially yes <laughs> that, that, <laughs> i was fully expecting the cut to move a lot faster <laughs> like it did for the intermountain cup where oh, it was yeah. like, oh, hey, we started the cut and it's scheduled to go till midnight, but we were out of there by 1030. No, they used every single minute. Well, mm-hmm. and that top four game where John played uh, Jerry Russell, uh, it was Nimiranda versus Plot Armor, the Dash Poe list. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of, you know, tight maneuvers on there. And it might have turned out different if there were half points on small base ships. Oh, yeah. Possibly. For either of them, but... It, it all came down to the five die for each player. Final mm-hmm. salvo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We managed to keep the place pretty cool. We had the fans. Yeah. We Water didn't fog up the windows like didn't uh, fog up the we windows. had like last year. Yeah. It didn't smell too much like sweaty nerd ass all yeah. day. Mm-hmm. Seemed like we did a pretty good time. We had a pretty Word. good time. Everybody seemed to have fun. Uh, so. I, I think the bottled waters really helped. I was a big fan yeah. of that. Um, and yeah, it was just tight. It was run... Very well, thank you, Caleb, for doing that. Um, it was not. It was. It was not any of that wishy washy. Well, like I guess, I guess the next round will start in like fifteen minutes or something. It's like no, next round go. Let's do this. That's how I Keep roll. Moving. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, props to you, Caleb, for doing that. That was good. That's Cheers, good. sir. Uh-huh. I wish I would have got to play, but 
Uh, you're going down to Albuquerque. Right? Not anymore. No. Work's, no. Work, is, work is getting in the way, so I will not be able to go to Fucking Albuquerque. Fucking work. Because you were going to fly Blue Squadron. I was thinking about it, yeah, but yeah. I probably if I was going to get to go, I'd probably fly my PS11 Palpatine. Oh, okay. okay. But work gets in the way, so I'll just have fun at the tournaments we're running here locally for the next little while. Speaking of local tournaments, you're going to be doing a bunch of local tournaments, right? Yep. Yeah, we're going to have... For those in the Utah area that do the Demolition Games, the third Saturday of every month is going to be tournament Saturday at Demolition Games, and the last Wednesday night of every month we're going to do a mini-themed tournament. The one for this month is going to be Ion Mechanics. Ha-ha. Your list have to have at least three ships, and at least two of them have to have an Ion Mechanic equipped. It's the rise of Dace Boner Arm. So, for those of you who don't fun. remember what Ion tokens look like or what they do, you might want to check those reference cards yep. before you come. We've got some cool <laughs> ideas on tap. Uh, Turn the crew is also available. Don't bring Shizor. No. <laughs> Rinse Pizor is fucked. Uh, <laughs> that's a spoiler for later. <laughs> you can run it with Ion Dischargers. Uh, it's an Ion <laughs> mechanic. It's true. Use pulse ray shields. Yeah. Pulse ray shields. Use the bombs. Use the missiles. Use the cannons. Turrets. Uh, hey guys, ion pulse missiles are a three cost missile that lets you keep your target lock. So it should be rising to the top of the meta. Yeah. Right? What was that? There was that quick draw list. No, Tomax Bren with that list that was bonkers. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, guys, do you remember Tomax Bren and no, Tide Bombers? Good old Tommy. It was so long ago in the meta. Look, at some point, they're going to come out with Zamot Bren, and then it's going to be super cool. Damn it. Unfortunately, all damage to one of them goes to both of them. What the hell is Zamot Bren? It's Tomax backwards. There were two brothers named Tomax and Zamot. Two brothers. They felt each other's pain, and they were like evil stockbrokers for Cobra. And so why is one of them a pilot or a driver pilot? So look at my hair's face. It's not. It's not. It's just the same name as a G.I. Joe character. Oh. Tomax and Zayn. You know, kind of thinking about it, though. But now that you know. List, you could potentially convert that list and put uh, harpoons in it instead of the Tomax with concussions har- or yeah, whatever, whatever he had. Tomax yeah. with harpoons is probably really good. Tomax crack shot Like that harpoons. combo would mm-hmm. still be all right. Yeah. It's just the problem is it's a tie bomber, and that's six hole. Well, that's no why you've got draw their fire on quick draw. Oh yeah, to okay. trigger that extra attack. And oh yeah, no, that list. That list that's, is still probably yeah. That's pretty the list good. I was talking about. It's it's Carnor with Vi because mm-hmm. he's basically there for that missile strike to make. It was it was to kill defenders. You could yeah. potentially swap that part. Of the archetype out because it's not as relevant mm-hmm. with the Nim Miranda thing being around, which is also not as relevant as it used to be. So we were going to talk about the massive internet slap fight that happened over the weekend. <laughs> Let's please do. I mean, nope. okay, we can, but I, I spent like half an hour going over list juggler, looking at all these tournament results, and as soon as I was fucking done, that's when the fact drops. I'm like, well, fuck it, we don't need to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Because oh, we were going to talk about, uh, do we need a fact? How quick are we going to get one? What should it address besides uh, trajectory signal? Why did we get one? This this one. We definitely because of the meta became this. so fucking toxic 
that they have to change it. You're this was an me, emergency meeting. You're telling this me was that like, this was Nimrando was more toxic this go around than Triple Jumps or Dengaroo was. Dengaroo is not toxic. I think part of the, the problem cumulative is the effect on the community. Yes, and also um, that you have TOs that have no way of that could not like come that to consensus. I can get behind, I can get behind the fact that Fantasy Flight was like shit. We've got yeah. regionals ruling all this crap. But it was yes. their regional. Yeah. They yeah. did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that forced yeah, I mean, the ball to get rolling on the That's FAQ. probably what probably. happened. They, they probably, they were probably like, had a lot of this if, stuff in place already. They were probably just still working on it. Well, I think we I can now call some bullshit more. whenever they say, oh, it takes too long to get a fact out. Yeah. No, yeah. I, the I, whole I, claim of it takes Disney forever to approve it. Well, is. No, I, I think that's still true. Well, I think I got to think about how things work in my office. Um, I this think, is a hot fix. Well, it, it's a hot fix, but it was never like legally required that everything go through Lucasfilm. But they did it anyway as an internal policy to keep everything on the up and up, keep the mouse happy. Mm-hmm. But this time the, they may have just gone in, around. In this it. case, they're like, okay, we need to do this now. It's not something we have to do. We've just been doing it, you know, on good faith or whatever, yeah. as a best practice or whatever. I'm just shocked they did it in the middle of regional season. They I could have sworn they, they would wait to do it right after regional. I think a big part of it is that there worlds. were a number of judges that were saying, "Hey, emails and twit tweets and whatever from people don't count as official rulings." They so came they out said and that. said yeah, that. They said that, and they because said, "Hey, rules is written. We have to follow this." So you, this is what we're doing, and we don't care what the regional that's being done at FFG is doing. We are doing it this way, and then other people were doing it other ways. And I think that, more than anything, pushed FFG's hand and said, okay, this is not going to fly. This is going to be the worst regional season if you have to call up your It was super and inconsistent, ask. and yeah. not just with Trajectory Simulator, Gen- Trajectory Simulator and Genius, it's also the harpoon with TLT and with other things mm-hmm. and all sorts Man, of stuff. And it's almost like, you know, if you're going to come out with like a new keyword, you should define that keyword and there what are it no does. Keywords. Did you not forget that the word immediately has no actual value oh, in FFG cards? That's right. Maybe they should use some fucking keywords. Mm. I yeah. think that my favorite way that this got handled, I think it was the Maryland Regional, they ended up not using the cancer combination they, they followed the ffg to's uh mm-hmm. ruling that's what i was going to originally do <clears throat> well I, I know but this guy he pulled all the people that were registered and like hey how do you want to do this it was like 70 something to four yeah it was overwhelmingly in favor of the fixed way of doing things i really liked that decision of because mm-hmm. that's it. fucking bullshit be able to ion someone all the way across the fucking map mm-hmm at PS10. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, going down that fact, that's the thing, that, that's the biggest one. Is so, so they this specifically fact, yeah. call out Genius and Trajectory Simulator do not function together. So this fact Regardless has a specific of, title. Uh-huh. And I want Eric to tell us what that title I forgot is. It's in, I put it in the it show notes. You came up with it. I I have the memory of a goldfish. Oh, I know uh-huh. what you're talking um, about. So the, the fact subtitle is, y'all a bunch of assholes. Of course you can't do that. Why do you have to be such dicks? 
<laughs> yeah, and that applies to like ninety five percent of the stuff in this FAQ. It's oh, all just not like, even the, no shit. Not even the the Sabine <laughs> one is my favorite because it's like. Why did that have to be in there? Who was being like, no, you have to do it on yeah, the first Most of separate stuff. people asked me that exact question at the regional, and I am glad I ruled it where, the way that it just where does, where, where does it indicate that Sabine has to be chosen? It's never, ever been that it's the first bomb that goes off. It's always been whenever the fuck you feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't even say May on the goddamn card. Like, you could just not even do it if you wanted to. Yeah, hey, by the way, now it means that uh, if you don't call out your Sabine, then missed opportunity. It's true. Oh, shit. Yeah, we've already moved past the damage. So Yeah, no, actually, like, if he removes a bomb. I'm so glad we played Magic up. the Gathering now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, speaking of another Magic the Gathering style ruling, uh, R.I.P. our Kimohila pilot. Oh, yeah. You were already dead on arrival. Well, so now... Fucking stupid. Hold on. Let's talk about the good stuff. Okay. First. Okay. So. You don't want to make a shit sandwich? <laughs> just sprinkle some good in there yeah. in the middle? No, we're not going to do that. Just the, the good stuff first, because some of it is blatantly obvious, I agree, but it's good if it saves T.O.'s, like, Caleb time. I know, right? but it's just sad that we've come to that point, that mm. it has to be like... So let's run down the good. So uh, I, this was just kind of in order as I was reading it today. Uh, the harpooned condition timing got clarified. It can't. It can be triggered by things like TLT if there's an uncancelled crit, even if that wouldn't traditionally result in critical damage. And they use jamming beam in their example, so I'm taking that as a personal challenge now to try and trigger Trigger it on jamming beam. We'll be revisiting that part though in the bad. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking TLT triggering the harpoon condition. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Yeah, this shouldn't be in the good. That's terrible. I put it no, in the it's, bad, too. No, the, it's the good, good because it's now clarified. it's clarified. That's the good part. The bad part is that it triggers. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, uh, everybody's second favorite YT2400 pilot. Uh, Lebo. My second favorite is Eden Brill. Yeah, but we all agree that the pilot did draft Eden, that Eden, did Eden Brill go for. Yeah, how many points did he go for? I don't know. 40? Not a lot. Hey, uh, big tournaments... In Europe, have been won by Lebo before this ruling. Yeah, yeah, but that was solely because it was a heavy laser cannon on a YT twenty four hundred, and Lebo's cheaper than Dash. I'm just saying. Uh, he, by the he, way, you run Lebo with determination, and you get to pick pilot crits. That's probably like eighteen or nineteen triggers <laughs> over the course <laughs> of six. Yeah, well, Lebo definitely says "fuck you" to Kylo because uh, no. yeah. uh, they ruled that you can use his ability. With the I'll show you the dark side conditions. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want that one. I'm gonna take another one and see. Just as long as the next one on top is another pilot one. When no, I the next one on top is major explosion into direct hit. <laughs> oh, damn it, I'll take the black So uh, confirmation for Sabine um, and this whole FAQ being FFG trying to shut up the loudest assholes. Your upgrade bar gains the bomb upgrade icon. Once per round, before a friendly mom token is removed, choose one enemy ship at range one of that token. It suffers a damage. Yep. That's... Once per round, I'm pretty you sure, choose. Uh, I'm pretty you sure you choose. just said that me being your opponent, I get to pick which ship you put that on and when. <laughs> I, I heard that. Stuck in dumb. I don't understand. Um, uh, they finally, like, they, I'm not going to say it. Yep, they finally got through and 
fucking fixed all the feedback array and blinded pilot interactions. <laughs> I can't wait for that to be its own set feedback array to be its own separate page of the fact. No, it's already but, like oh, I was so happy about that one because I was sitting at the regional looking at the FAQ reading it just to be sure. And it contradicts itself and in it, the so, fact. In so the last FAQ they edited both the blinded pilot entry and the feedback array entry opposite of each other in the same FAQ like the red text Mm-hmm. They made the edit at the same time and it was wrong, and then they had to fix it in this one. Yep. Um, yeah. One of them said one way, one of them said the other. I put I put this next one in there just because I thought about building a list uh, like Jan this. Janors and advanced optics, yep. so Poe could still get a focus and evade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love when they keep buffing Rebel crew cards. No one's running Janors crew. Well, actually, I don't understand no. though. I let Janors like, on my Nora. How is yeah. that a necessary thing? Uh, people would be saying well, that he's initially assigned a focus token and he can't so you have two focus tokens. Because advanced, opposite, it, advanced optics says you cannot have more than one. You could still perform the action, though. You just don't get anything. I, I right. agree that with you. Yeah. This is the, another one of those. Yeah, like, oh, no, you don't get a second focus token that then changes to an evade token. It was clarification of when it changes to an evade token. Yeah, I, I just have to say about the whole Harpoon TLT thing, the logic they used to say that that's legal is the same logic they said you can't use for a genius trajectory simulator. Yes. Like, it's a ruling uh-huh. I'm happy with. I'm glad you can't do that. But they needed to change the text on both of those cards yep. Yep. to make that happen. Mm, it's uh-huh. almost like they should be consistent with stuff. Well, so like, when they come out with yeah. new stuff, we can use previous preced- precedent and consistency like to now, figure out how it works can just, when they don't tell us how it works. You can just make up anything you want and be like, yeah, well, apparently logic doesn't matter no it's thought about doing that a couple times that's yeah. been the problem for a long time in facts it's like this thing says this way this thing says that way so that's why there's all these arguments on the internet about it and people are like well if you look at this card it's like well it doesn't fucking matter because ffg just does what they feel like yep. uh hey lightning reflex slam who the fuck is running that also i hope like, no, no that's an okay combination i've thought about it yeah. but like who on earth tried to argue that you multiply the maneuver by two when you do so. oh, God, you right. cannot do a six speed maneuver right a fucking course you don't it's, get to people why, to why won't you let missile. me do a six speed maneuver and shoot a cruise missile like <laughs> come on even though the cruise missile is capped is yeah. it capped yeah, yeah. It's capped. <laughs> well still I want to do it. <laughs> no it's so that you can do a three and then a three and thus get six and then hit the cap of five. Uh-huh. You still execute Whatever. the same speed move. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I feel like I'm just talking stupid. to a company yeah. that I don't give a shit about. Luckily, they didn't so. nerf my adrenaline rush uh, <laughs> slam combo that's coming. Yeah. Or, four straight, four straight slam <laughs> followed up with a cruise missile. That'll totally work. Or your budget 10 shield upgrade combo. <laughs> uh, no, they actually totally nerfed that, by the way. Oh, did they nerf <laughs> Yeah, they actually the pointed out that... can trigger once. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not that. They nerfed the, the chopper. chopper. Oh, they, they yeah, no, I was talking they, about determination. No, they, they pretty much said, Ryan Farmer, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He wasn't no, the only chopper. one arguing about I, that, he, but But still. he was, like, the first in the world. They had to So, the subtitle, like, the subtitle of this fact came to me... While I was reading that, I was like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. I can't believe we have to say this. <laughs> right. You have to say that you can't exceed your shield value with I regeneration. Can't really but that was so annoying to talk about when freaking 
Polstray Shields came out and Guns for Hire. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And there were several people here locally that were like, no, you can do it. And I was like, no, there's no way that Fantasy Flight intends for you to be able to charge your shields beyond the print value on the card. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely no way that is there. You well, can with Gun. You never know. <laughs> well, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Apparently you can just gong, do whatever uh-huh. because nothing hey, Gonks didn't get there for this. Actually, no, he kind of did because you can't like overcharge your shields with gong. Actually, no, because the shields go on gong. Yeah, yeah. All of this comes back to nihilist ASMR um, <laughs> because at FFG, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Just give up and play. No, the almighty dollar matters over Have there. Have you heard about Age of Sigmar? How dare they? <laughs> I know. How dare they like money? Uh, yeah, trajectory simulator this is doesn't the, work the, with it, genius. Also, by the way, it doesn't work with Crimson Specialist, so fuck you. Yeah. Well, why the Thanks fuck for nerfing it? my draft list. But <laughs> 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 Crimson Specialist, you didn't even want. So the actual new tech, or the FAQ says, trajectory simulator can be used only when the ship would drop a bomb via the means printed on an equipped bomb upgrade card. It cannot be used while using Genius to drop a bomb after performing a maneuver or in conjunction with any other effects that override the manner in which the bomb is dropped, such as Crimson Specialist. Yep. And and when this came out this afternoon, we sort of had a, 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 not an argument, but I thought that Stu was joking. And then I was like, oh god, he really is mad about this. Yeah, no, (laughs) fucking nerfed Death Ray. I'm with you, Stu. Okay. Listeners, I think they have nerfed the Punisher as many times as they have nerfed the Jumpmaster. I need somebody to confirm this for me. That poor bastard When, when I tried counting it up, I have four Jumpmaster nerfs and three Punisher nerfs. I desperately want someone to remind me of a fourth p- Punisher nerf. Because that would be amazing. I was close when I posted that uh, downfall video. Because yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. they're fucking redlined again. <laughs> Just missed it. They it were trying red. to nerf redline. And then, like, Death Ray jumped in front Secret Service. So I'm like, no! Not this time! It's my turn! <laughs> oh, God. Do, you, do you want to talk about Death Ray at all? Or? Well, yeah, I guess. So... <laughs> I've 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 since heard the argument that it didn't nerf him anyway, which I mostly agree with. But basically, this new effect—it's the last thing on the FAQ. It's just in the questions and answers part. So it says that after dropping a bomb, no effects that would occur. If you if you launch a launching a bomb does not count as dropping a bomb for effects that trigger after dropping a bomb. Which is literally the only pilot that so has the triggering that. language uses the word drop. Mm-hmm. You can't trigger it off a of launch. Right. So but the only pilot that has an ability that triggers off dropping a bomb Death is Rain. Death Rain. So my they next specifically question nerfed him. is can you hit yourself? Yeah, yeah of course. Because you, can. Yeah, you, you launch can. forward and then you do like a four does it have a four forward? No, it has a three straight. It has a three straight. But you it has a boost too, so you can so, so you would have to do it to yourself. On purpose. Well, but a yeah. three straight is going to put you within range one of five shots. So it says, after a, uh, so effects that trigger after dropping a bomb do not occur after launching or otherwise placing a bomb. However, each ship is still limited to a single bomb drop, blah, 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 blah. 
So the only thing I can think of that has an effect that occurs after dropping a bomb it's is death ring. Yep. And the language of trajectory simulator, which should have been changed, mm-hmm. says instead of dropping a bomb, you can launch it. But the text on death rain says after dropping a bomb. So the argument is the text was always intended just to affect dropping. Do you think that fake Dave Grohl knows the Punisher is a ship? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's doing but this like, in a vacuum. It's the, same, it's the same kind of thing that like, um, like we didn't get anything that added uh, token removal effects to reinforce tokens. Yep. Well, it's I'm excited to hear Scott explode so. about that. Uh, no, fucking goddamn. <laughs> so so we're, there's two more good things. And yeah. the, the next one I actually am really happy about. Oh, uh, the clarified mall and TLT timing. So yeah. he does not trigger until the very end. So he can't modify both shots. Like if you modify the first one and it hits, you take the stress off, then you can modify. No, that's gone. Yeah, that's good. Uh, they called out Vader crew with TLT yeah. for some reason. Like I said, of course it doesn't work that way. No, I mean like what can do what that? can take TLT and Vader crew? Something that's coming out oh, six sure. months from now. Yeah, Who knows? Probably. Um, Wait, no, that would require them to future-proof facts, which we know they don't do. J.K. Law. Unless it pertains to a Punisher. <laughs> God damn it, right? Who's like number three? Don't even care. Oh, man. Is that uh, going to be the Punisher fix? They were going to allow a crew in there and a turret? And then they, they were going to like, <laughs> gotta stop this. Not, 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 not only okay. do you get a Punisher a title. Guys, guys, if it's a zero point title for the TIE Punisher that adds a crew slot and a turret slot, is it still a shitty ship? Yes, because they keep nerfing it. Because <laughs> they just nerfed Vader and TLT, so of course. <laughs> so it's not, it's not even nerfed. It's an effect that was FAQ'd like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Anything that says after an attack happens Wait. after both TLT attacks yep. or both. Yep. That's, that was yep. the it's red line one attack. That's yeah. why red line can't take a target lock was between the, shots. That was the second uh-huh. red line nerf, wasn't it? Yes. I think so. It, yes. It, instead, okay, so you'll get the, the title for the Punisher. And not just the card. They give you a sixth little pod that you put on top of the model. So it's not just the cockpit and the two on the side. You put one on top there. Yeah, like, no, we're really slot. sorry. That's gonna, that, that's your, your extra crew slaughter turret right there. I'm just pissed because my <laughs> campaign against cancer list was going to be Death Rain Trajectory Simulator is the core. And now I have to figure out something else. You were going to proton bomb people and barrel roll out of the way. Mm-hmm. That would have been great. And once again, I didn't know this needed to be in there, but only one bomb placement per ship per round. Which is something they've already said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Already been ruled. Uh, hey, quick question for people making rulings. I'm looking at you, Caleb. Oh, thanks. Um, does dropping rigged cargo shoot count as a bomb drop? It's not a bomb. No, because it's not it's, a bomb. It's an action. It's, it's an a, action. It drops, and dropped is in bold. But it's also not a bomb slot. Like we discussed earlier. Oh, yeah, keywords no mean nothing. keywords okay. that don't mean because anything. I, I've actually done this with a robot list. Okay. Because, and at the time, we just ruled it. Like, yeah, I dropped the ion bomb, then I moved or whatever, and then... Yeah, it's an illicit it, slot. It, the okay. illicit action great. to drop the rig cargo shoot. Yeah, it doesn't use the same slot. So okay, great, terrific. That makes that means maybe I will be flying Ace as I mean Iman Azmin. Oh, the... Ace isn't in the game yet. No. <laughs> what was that? The YT two thousand. Yes, the YT two thousand. 
There should be flavor text at the bottom that just says, hey, hey! Hey, <laughs> hey! <laughs> or whatever. You got a bandit on your tail! <laughs> will, will you bring back TIE Fighter Tuesday to play X-Wing Alliance? Uh, yes. Um, nice. <laughs> I've been playing it. Uh, there's some of that on there. Um, nice. It's where you realize that uh, Ebon Azamine, for some reason, has like... Is it like Australian or something accent? He has like... A weird accent. And the rest of his family. The rest of his family doesn't. <laughs> it's weird. I don't like. He's like your brother. So like you and your sister also don't have that accent, but he does. But and your dad doesn't. So there why does is he... a simple explanation for that. He's obviously the oldest sibling. He grew up and was raised in Australia. Space and family in space Australia. Family moved to Tatooine? not space Australia, yeah. <laughs> That's what and then say. had more kids. They're just significantly younger than so him. So, if the British so, accent in Star Wars is indicative of the core world, yeah, it's like Coruscant. It's all the posh. Where's Australia indicative? Ebon asked me. Grew up on the, the, the castle. Castle. It's the prison colony. It's God prison damn it! I was gonna make that That's joke. Good. That's better. I didn't know Castle was a prison colony. Yeah, yeah it's a prison mine. Yeah. Scott wins. That's it's all yeah. EU stuff, so it doesn't count. Uh, Until the Han Solo movie comes out. We'll see. <laughs> then I'll treat Castle it as canon. EU. When they don't ever I'll bring up Castle. As... Oh, no. I think oh, no, it's canon. There's, in the Lego set that's been spoiled, there's literally a figure that's called Kessel Guard. And I think... It's in that movie. I think, like, the yeah, official release... Yeah, actually Kessel, and he's a guard. <laughs> I think the official... Hey, everybody, Kessel. Can Kessel run with him dragging some guy for 13 parsecs? He was like, keep up, buddy. 13. Why do I even try to talk to Scott? So, the bad. The bad. I think we already talked about these. Fuck you, Punishers, especially you, Death Rain, you fucking dick. Because everybody was tired of getting abused by Death Rain. Yep. I am sad about the Tarani Kulda Yeah, we didn't quite get because Tarani Kulda... I've ruled it the opposite way. But see, that's another thing. At a couple of smaller tournaments we did recently. Yeah. That's People, another thing that's already been ruled, though. But it you sucks. You can spend yeah. tokens even if they don't generate an effect. Yeah. And like, right, but it's the idea that you can spend but I just zero feel like, tokens. I feel like you don't have anything to spend. That's the key in fun. Caleb charged me $10 for the pizza we ate earlier, and I was like, I have no $10, so I'll give you my no $10. <laughs> that's, that's what this ruling is. I retract my point. Yeah, no, that's 100% <laughs> what that ruling is. Yeah. I think that it's you can pay me or not eat. Well, I don't have money with me, so I pay you no dollars. But that means I paid you. <laughs> but yes. you, you, you received in that zero. <laughs> I did send on Venmo zero dollars. It says there paid. was a transaction <laughs> completed. Yes. So, so I received that, pizza. Does this mean that focus tokens are like Bitcoin? Yes. Oh, they Christ. will crash eventually. Yes, they will have no value. <laughs> the, the Apparently, they're when the bubble them. pops. <laughs> You mean the X-Wing bubble. Because that was a cool thing about Tarani, being able to do that and be like... And force people to make a choice to be like, no, I gotta take a focus here because I'm in that bullseye arc and he's gonna get the... He's gonna either... To give me a damage, at least if I take the focus, I I can avoid that. Let's be real. The the Chemodila... Jyla. Is... uh, It's the punisher of this wave. Yeah, no, it's Let's be it's real. No, dead see, I don't think so. There were so well, it's already got the first nerf before well. the next wave came out, and and people okay. are people are finding ways to no, use it. No, I will disagree because all that goddamn research I did on list juggler before the fat came out, 
nowhere near any of well, the top cuts. In the Utah meta, sorry. It's the gentleman's meta. It's just, we, it's so, that's what we're going to call it from now on. It's just so easy to burn that thing down in a turn. Uh-huh. In a so, single turn. We were talking about Just like arms. a B-Wing. Yeah. yeah. We were talking Except it's about got a them. shitty shield-hull ratio. Yeah. So it's more likely to pull uh, double crits. So put the termination on it. <laughs> We were talking earlier about the lack of consistency. That was a lie. There has been consistency in making small base gunships shitty yeah. and then shitting on them afterwards. They just <laughs> accidentally screwed up and made the protectorate decent. Hey guys, do you Not remember how everyone it. was complaining that that sky was going to be too powerful and look at all the janky shit you can put I on mean, that thing? At least there's a, like, there's a crack in the door there. Like... If the right modifications come out that allow for abuse, because it could or be, or the really right other to. upgrades, because Talon Bane and Dallin Obrus are both excellent pilot abilities, it's just the chassis sucks. Yeah, if they I come out with something with consequences that they didn't foresee, which they're really good at, um, somebody <laughs> oh, they, they put, put it together. Out a scum, on, scum and Rebel only mod that lets you add a salvage. Yeah, chassis it'll be back. Scum and Rebel only, and it'll just have a big middle finger with an Imperial signal in it. <laughs> <laughs> And it lets you equip a salvage astromech slot. End of sentence. Hey, no, uh, there, there's hope. Episode 8 showed Imperial or First Order astromechs. Yeah, but those will be a totally different slot. <laughs> yeah, it'll actually be a third slot and, and look like BB-8. a First Order ship will come out, and it'll have, a, it'll have a resistance version that's allowed to use whichever fucking astromechs it feels like. Uh-huh. And and those <laughs> Imperial astromechs will not help Imperial pilots, and only Rebel pilots. And one of them will give the ship an illicit slot, too. <laughs> yeah. And then it will be like, if you're I, a Rebel, you that one can charge your shield. That's the one that's Poe's coming on, and it's native PS10 oh, Poe, God. right? Phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's <laughs> in danger again. He's got that lip bite. He's he, like, he is mm. not going to cheat on BB-8 like that. You saw how you attached he was. <laughs> I'm waiting for the love triangle between Poe, Finn, and Rose. It's going to be no, it, it's, it's going to be like just Poe, Finn, and BB-8. Just imagining a slap fight between Poe and Rose, and she'd kick the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, no, she's way more spunky than him. Like. She and don't just give no fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's just Poe twitching on the ground. Don't taste me. No and, then when, and then when like the superior, like the general comes down, whoever it is at that point is like, what happened? And she's like, deserters. <laughs> I hear Leia bitch slapped you in front of everybody. Here. <laughs> right. So back to the fact. Uh, that was a fun detour. Missed well, it's going to help because I was running out of ideas for my slash fiction and now I'm ready to get it. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I'll read it. I'll read it. Right. <laughs> Did you run out of other slash fiction to read? You're waiting for Scott. <laughs> so, um, they could have done something about reinforced tokens. God fucking damn it. I think yes. the reason they didn't is because of the speed in which we had it. Uh, if it re- if if this fact really was because of the community outcry, I think that they were like, we needed to we're going to quick fix a bunch of stuff and do the bunch of really super obvious stuff so people stop talking about it. I, but they they aren't ready to do the... I hope that there's another fact coming after regionals. And, and, and I think that's a fair assessment, Caleb. But I also hope what Scott says is true, that that is coming. I, I With like actual chassis nerfs and some other things. That's a Hole punch the goddamn Skurg and K-Wing. Oh, God.
Were we going to talk about the K-Wing and Sparrow? Uh, we were complaining about Reinforce, I thought. Well, we're, then, yeah, yeah let's, let's talk about Reinforce more. Um, it's just, like, fucking, you were saying, yeah, that, like, it's probably because they don't want to have the... I think there's multiple levels to fixing Reinforce. It's not just something as simple as saying... It's a fix. Jamming the effects Reinforce. It's not just thing that kind of, one thing no, they no, need to change. It's, it's multiple, when, and I think that's why yeah, they didn't do it, it yet. It needs to be that anything that affects a focus or evade yeah. token can well, The only affect. way they can effectively fact that is to put entries for everything in the fact, and I just think they didn't have time to do it. What... Wes Jansen should be able to strip a reinforced token. Yeah, he can token. strip like every other token. I know, but Connor Jack should make it so your reinforced token doesn't work. Or you can't strip the Jansen actually cannot strip it. every yeah. token. Found that out in one of my games at the regional. Evade focus target lock, and he then can, what he, else is he, there? He can take away blue target locks, but if you have a red lock on you from a friendly M9G8. Oh, well. That's like yeah, an edge case. It, it was an yeah. edge case, but I just happened yeah. to come across it. But that doesn't bother me. Because that's not normally a friendly bot. Right, right. Okay. And, and jamming, like missile, the scrambler missiles and jamming beam came out after this thing. Yeah. And, and jamming beam be still lets you take a reinforce action and not lose the token. Can you imagine if Paylob could steal your reinforce? Oh, fuck yes. So, Fucking yes. But that's, a, that's that another, would be so that's cool. another thing that's involved with it's fixing the reinforce. No, does that make Paylob broken? Let me I don't, that I don't, I'm not saying it does, but I'm saying it's something that if they're going to fact the reinforce token, they have to yeah. take even stuff like that. Yeah. But can't other ships steal it? Well, and, yes. Or not? And they've got to make all those decisions and, and then, then you put get into their in. shitty ruling about the 180 firing arc. Could and, you and where the token triggers? Yeah, I don't like that. Could you either. get rid of the reinforce action and give it an evade? Does that make the Wookiee that shitty too shitty to even play, or does it make it no? Because it's still an efficient it, chassis yeah. with that one eighty five, and it'll only arc. work against one attack instead of all of them. Yeah, and then breach you change breach specialist to say discard an evade token to pay for this. That's the other. See, now there's another one. It's they, it's not just the token. It's is the fix actually besides all those other things. Does breach specialist actually need to be changed? If you do all yeah. the other stuff, do you still need to fix breach specialist? No, breach specialist should, should be like a breach discard. specialist the way it is, yeah. and then it's only usable in epic. Fine, they it's already really good in with, epic they've point, already yeah. with the jump master shown that they are okay with nerfing things that come in the pack. I don't know that they're okay with it, and, well, they, and they I'm fine it. with that too. I'm just saying that. The reinforced action being introduced into the 100-point dogfight has created it's a bad. giant mess for them to try and fix in just a single FAQ. It's bad. It's fair. That ship should not have had an agility. It should have zero agility, and then reinforce isn't nearly as impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that maybe if they don't put it on anything else right. and make the the Wookiee it's have zero still agility, like I, really fine. brutal and just kicks the two attack <laughs> dice ships while they're down. Oh yeah. Well, like, no, because then you can only get the one. In the yeah. A two dice primary will still get one damage through if they have zero agility. Yeah, but then what do you have to take like? A seven high swarm and hope you get max hits on it. Well, everything. I mean that's okay. Right. No, that's runner, that's Nobody a... flies swarms anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter. But a there's a reason for that. A how runner swarm, you make it so crack shot can affect reinforce. Does it not? No. It adds an evade, so you can crack shot that. Oh, yeah. it does. Okay, yeah. so it does. Okay. Reinforce adds an evade result to your roll. Yeah, you bring a crack swarm and crack you just spend the crack and boom, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, so you boom. take out one of their four Oz attacks and then you spend the rest of the game. Not being able to put damage on the remaining three. Well, it's a bad matchup. It's just they 
just hate swarms. Yeah. Speaking of the Azatuck. Which is weird because that should that requires too much forethought. Um, I think it's just. Yeah, I mean, it's not so intentional. <laughs> it's not like they sat down okay, and were like, let's get rid of swarms. Speaking of the Azatuck and oh, the shit, Wookiee list, mm-hmm. someone got the $20 bounty in the first round of Swiss by beating Dan Hale. Sorry, Dan. Well, yeah. Sorry, Dan. What, uh, Dan was a good sport about it. What but, were they flying? Uh, PS11 Palp Aces, Quick Draw Vader. Oh, cool. Yeah. They you had harpoon missiles on their aces, unlike mine. So they had the same the bounty. Okay, as, yeah. I basically, oh, at the beginning yeah. of the tournament, said, if anybody beats Dan, the first person to beat Dan Hale's triple Wookiee list, I'll give you 20 bucks. Which, Here's going, a good sport going back to my point of the gentleman's meta, if you will, <laughs> none of us had ever beaten uh, Dan's triple Wookiees because we did yeah. Don't do things like harpoon. And so the PS11 Pal Bases did it. And then Dan almost made a run into the top eight. He lost his last game of Swiss by just a tiny bit, or he'd have made it into the top eight. Yeah. So good for him for taking that loss and then running the table almost. Mm-hmm. He did he was playing his playing his butt off. Dan's really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm starting to realize that. Mm-hmm. He's he's better than I gave him credit for originally. I feel like Dan has sacrificed multiple children. <laughs> his, his dice rolls are just like ungodly. To the dark lord. Yes. He does have some crazy rolls. Blood for the blood god. Yes. He is He does have really good rolls a lot of the time. <laughs> Every time I play I like, wish I could do that. Three natural crits. Cool. Alright, I'll I'll oh zero evades. Yep, that was I rolled four evades. That happened every time I played. Yeah, talk to Mike about not, a second round. Not to take away from his skill, like he's a good player too. I just like he's it good just with those seems to be he flies them more just the right distance from each yeah, other. Like yeah. he's good at it. He's an aggressive flyer with those, which really throws you off a little bit when yeah. you go up against him. I want, I want to save this last missed opportunity for another episode because I think we can delve more into it and just general harpoons and hole punching. Well, and cameras. how to design better. But oh, I do want to ask the question. Now that this fact has happened, is the game in a better place? Slightly. Not much is different, though. It didn't change much. It, it just, like, reiterated a bunch of stuff that everyone already knew, except for a bunch of argumentative what were, the, what were the first two nerfs to the Jumpmaster? Jump first was Deadeye, right? The first was R for Agromech. You couldn't spend the token. You couldn't spend the focus token and immediately get the target lock. So what I feel is, I feel like and it improved the game as much as those two nerfs to the Jumpmaster did Yes. in relation to Nimranda. It just means that the Nimranda same is still differently. very, very powerful. Yeah. Just like Dengar was still it, it's, very, very powerful So it's until like until they did the additional. It's Nim Miranda is like it's one like a go. Vegas buffet, but you take away one thing. Like you yeah. take away like the rolls. So they still need to it's do. Still got a bunch of shit. It's the thing that we talked about more. when the Jumpmasters were raining. It's you're treating the symptom, not the actual. Well, it's disease. got like all of the upgrades in the game, all the ones that matter. But as far as the day to day, like this FAQ got rid of a few questions i'm gonna get there's a couple of really good positive things that came out of it so all all that research i did i I will just say i went and looked at i think i have 13 regionals here and uh 31 in top cuts were nim miranda and that's regionals over just two weekends how many out of 31 so 13 13 regionals in all their top cuts there were 31 nim miranda so that's, I think it's it is at least a thirty percent objectively that's, better. No, because that's that, like out of fifty or something. 
Well, because each region has different sizes of cut. Oh, right. Most yeah. of them are eight. There's a Most few Most of them 16. are eight, it's so... almost three Nimrandas per cut. Have yeah. we ever That's seen a, a list dominate that bad? Triple jumps, right? Dangaroo. Dangaroo. It was... It, it, no, Dangaroo didn't, didn't have that many top It wasn't that finishes. Like, I don't know if it was a specific list or... triple jump Like, masters. triple jumps... Dangar, as his, his single ship, was around a lot, but he was... With lots of different things. Uh, triple I mean, Defenders? But a specific list. Yeah, Triple Defenders kind of were all over the place for a short while. Dengar required more skill than Nimiranda does. Yes. Yeah. That's why it wasn't. Yeah, you had to spend all those turns bas- banking all those shield tokens. That <laughs> <laughs> was rough. No, Nimiranda was not... I mean, sorry. Dengaru was not just like plug and play, just go. Yeah, yeah, like if, I, if, if I haven't played this, flying this version of Nimiranda, so I can't say if it's like plug and play or not. It, but it's a double TLT list. I get the impression that it sort of is. Yeah. yeah. It's got every, infinite it bombs, lineup and alpha strike, pretty much. And then TLT. And then maybe line up another alpha strike. Yeah. And drop bombs for basically nothing. And then also, you have lots of bombs. Harpoons are bad, guys. Harpoons are really bad. Harpoons are the worst lo- kind of power creep. They are, yeah. I mean, I it's the it. harpoons are the TLT of missiles now. If Brody was here, you have to have be yelling about yeah. the harpoon missiles because he hates munitions yeah. and for good reason. You have to have a convincing reason to not take harpoon missiles now. Well, yeah, like of the four point or potentially even five point missiles, yeah, they're the clear winner. You have to have a convincing. Several of the Utah players brought other ordnance when most people would have brought. Oh yes, yeah. like I saw crews. I saw like Dennis had all no reason not to bring his. them. No, yeah, like, and I looked at him and I was like, "Dude, why did you not just bring harpoons?" He's like, eh. "Like I could, I could see an argument for like if you had three spare points and you did prockets or something like that." Sure, but if you have the choice, but also proton rockets, you kind of need at least a th- two or three agility ship to be effective. Like, yeah. Don't bother running well, them on a one agility ship. And you also need to line up that range one shot. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have that massive band for mm-hmm. range two and three. Harpoons are the new TLT. And then you have two ships that can take both. So And one of them gets to add a crit with the guidance chips. Mm-hmm. The gunboat doesn't get to do that. Yeah. And yeah. the gunboat is also way more fragile than Star either of those ships. Uh-huh. Uh, That's the nerf the K-Wing. My preferred nerf to the K-Wing is Miranda's ability only works on primary weapon. Yep. Yep. Then you can't boost that harpoon on that first shot. Well, my, you can't my, regen off my ideal nerf, I guess, is Hole puncher. similar because you just remove the TLT from her. Take the turn away. Yeah, just remove the slot. Anyway, we've we've run a little long, but instead of cutting it short, fuck it. We've we've run long. Let's move into our random roundtable yelling, unhappy hour, whatever. Mike, segment. you have a topic, or I, does anybody else have an actual topic? I, I mean, I have a. I have one. I can't record. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah. I, right, I, I mean, I, I have a topic that I've argued with other people about, and it's probably coinciding with a lot of our listeners. Um, Game of Thrones. Disclaimer. The TV show. I've never read the books. Okay. I think the TV show is fucking terrible. You're wrong. After the first three seasons, I agree with you. Why you're should I wrong. watch it for three seasons? What? Don't. Okay, so you're not the only person I've heard say this. I have watched through the first four seasons myself and then just got busy. 
what specifically makes you think so, it's terrible? So, I have tried to watch the show three separate times. Okay. I, I've watched the pilot three Stu times. He's, he's, the he's, he's, he's ready to go. He's going to I'm ready to close my ears at any point because I've been avoiding spoilers for like three years now. Uh, no spoilers. I mean, you've read all the books, right? Yes, but they're past the books, which I, know, I don't want to hear. Which about. also fuck that bullshit. None of us have watched it's, any of the it seasons. It sounds past like the books, Mike right? has not made it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. None of us have actually point. watched any of the seasons. I, I, I think past I've the watched books. the first. I've watched the pilot, and then maybe the second episode a couple times, and it just seems like shitty generic fantasy that's way too rapey and incesty. And that's I, HBO, by the way. And, and I've seen... No, that's in those books. It's <laughs> not really as bad as Plenty of it, like, in a medieval I, war seen, is terrible kind of thing, but HBO puts it where it wasn't original. So... They also oh, kind of I, I, okay. I just have okay. one other thing. I, can, I will say, I saw one episode in season three or four when there was more characters in action in the White Walkers. I know what they are. It was better, but it still seemed like generic fantasy to me. So, at, at the time when I started watching this, I was like, this is kind of awful. I'm going to wa- I'm going show. to watch Boardwalk Empire instead. And Boardwalk Empire is a better show. Yeah. Boardwalk so, Empire's here's a... HBO has this thing where they're like, Boobies. we have a new show. We are going to put a lot of sex and boobs in it. And sometimes... We are going to try and hook people with all of that. Then around season two and three, it calms down. Yep. Gets more fantasy stuff. Okay, so it calms down, but does it get beyond generic, bleh, fantasy? I would say it probably... The books are better about it, then. I think overall... like No, it turns into a really riveting political drama. Oh, yeah, th- yeah I, that's helping. <laughs> I, I actually, I really enjoy... Look, if you wanted to pitch me West Wing, but in Westeros, oh, I'd be shit, yes. fucking into that. I mean, I, I really like Get some walking the books, talks. and I liked like the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the type of fantasy that it is. I really like how well-written all the political stuff is. Um, but the show where it started to lose me was when it heavily diverged from the books and then wasn't as good as the books. Yep. Okay. I'd be fine if like they kind of went their own way and it was still decent, but like cumulatively over time, it just starts to pick up more and more stuff that doesn't make sense because they're writing themselves into corners. And well, we need to have this character involved in this, even though she's not in these. They're also, yeah, they're like combining characters for the sake of streamlining things, which I get. But it also just like it ends up, yeah, it ends up not working well. And it's one of those rare book series that really has too much going on to be on TV. Yes, they've done a. They've done. I think they've done a. And they choose the rapey incest parts to put on TV. The thing is, like they (laughs) like I said with HBO, they try and hook you with the sex. Like they marry the violence with the sex, which is horrible. Yeah, and like they make parts of it that already involve incest and potentially rape, and they turn them up to Mm twelve. And it's just like then they take scenes that normally like were like a consensual sex scene and then they turn it into a rape scene. Oh yeah, that one with Cersei and um, Jamie is really bad. It's it that's that's when I pretty much stopped watching. Yeah. I wrapped up that season and I was like, I'm done. Uh-huh. That one 
I cut out not long after that, and it's mainly because so, what they did to the Sam's character. My thing with it is, <laughs> I, I someone I I really like high fantasy, and I give high fantasy. It's low fantasy, actually. It definitely it? is. Well, yeah. High okay. fantasy is like magic and okay. spells and All elves. Right. Low fantasy is like it's Medieval. just do, it's closer to Conan than it is. To okay, it's like that stuff's around, but it's very rare. I like fantasy. Period. Mm-hmm. How's that? So yeah. I like fantasy a lot. Someone told me to watch it. I watched season one and two. It was awesome. I like, I just like, I watched it in like a weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, this is the best. And then I listened to, and, and that's why I got Audible, was uh-huh. to listen <laughs> oh, to and by all the way, of those books. By the way, the books on tape are really good. Shout yes. out to Roy Dutrice. Pour one out for Roy Dutrice, by the way. So, oh, sad God. face. But yeah, anyway, so I like, I gobbled those up on that's Audible good. and was just like in love with them. And then, I also have always done this thing since I was a little kid because my friend's older brother, we read the Hobbit book when we were like sixth grade and he was like, watch this terrible cartoon. Oh, yeah. So every time I watch, every time I read a book that is also adapted to something, I like to watch it and pick it apart. So part of me watching Game of Thrones is like, I read these books and this is what happened and then they did this in the movie and they did it this way and it, that's fun for me. So but, I enjoy it for like totally that le- too. Legit, but you're not just, t- you're, you're not talking about the show on its own. Yeah, but I enjoy, yeah, I know. <laughs> Game I, of Thrones I don't like movie. anything by itself. I seem to, I have to like, I like it because there's this part and you're this co- thing. You're and a I completionist. Just, yeah. Game of Thrones is, a, yeah. is a strange, it's a strange phenomenon in fantasy fandom because it's there are there is a staunch group of people that are like books only the show is shit there is a staunch group of people that would never even be exposed to the fantasy Mm -hmm. genre if that show didn't exist and that show whether you like it or you don't has done worlds of good for bringing fantasy and science fiction fans yes out of the woodwork and letting their stuff have its time to shine Mm -hmm. the last five years have been a boom for fantasy and science fiction. Mm-hmm. Literature, yeah. television shows, mm-hmm. original movies across the board, and Game of Thrones is part of Can that. you actually roll that back, though, that like Lord of the Rings movies are kind of the genesis of that? Not really, because there's a huge gap between when Lord of the Rings did all of their stuff and the beginning of the big genre of fiction. Boom. It is like a 10-ish year yeah. gap. Game of Thrones is what made it mainstream because suddenly the the guy like me sitting in the office or the guy like Eric who reads loves fantasy books but I'll be honest how many times at work have you come across somebody who wants to sit at the lunch table and talk about fantasy books with you it doesn't happen that often at work hey have you heard about the new song of Ice and Fire (laughs) that's some dirty ass shit right there as soon as Game of Thrones hit mainstream about halfway through that first season Suddenly, people want to talk about that shit all the time. I feel like, but it's it's, it's a very polarizing show, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. and it's also a very polarizing book series, especially for people like me. I mean, I read a hundred books a year. George R. R. Martin is a talented author. Fucking find the. He's not even in my top out. ten of yeah. fantasy authors. Oh yeah. So, um, I was introduced to Game of Thrones. By my roommate watching season one. I came home one, yeah. one day from work and he was watching it. Lots of people And I was like, what's this? Way, yeah. So we binged it together. After that, I bought the books, all the books, read them before season two came out, mm-hmm. and I was in love. They were the first 
true fantasy books that I ever read because I was yeah. always a sci-fi guy. So yep. many people like And yes. I absolutely adore them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to this day, I still think they're some of the best books that I've ever read. Um, I can't, clearly I can't topped by Patrick Rothfuss, though. Hells yeah. Like, way better. Yeah, but go check out some Patrick and We'll like, talk about Patrick season, Rothfuss. Season one of Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> season one of Game of Thrones does a really good job of encapsulating book one yes. with, without including some of the spoiler stuff. And then season two <laughs> mostly did a good job, and yes. then near the end started to diverge in ways that were confusing to me. So I they made some they, odd choices. I think they were making those choices more for like editing and cons- yeah. making things more yeah. concise. And then and season like three so is where it started to lose me because yeah. uh, the third book is my favorite, and I think it's a lot of people's favorite probably. And it adds a lot of characters. But it takes a lot of interesting shit out. Like yes. for being low fantasy they take a lot of the magical stuff oh, out yeah. of the show. Oh, yeah. Like, there's um, so little of it, and then they take parts of it out. You mean, like, the part how we're never going to get Lady Stoneheart? Yeah. Uh, like, fuck that. When does Captain Phasma show up? She's in it from the beginning, and <laughs> one she's of those, awesome. One she's, of the yeah. most interesting things about season one she yeah. show up in season was, two? When, was when people she's who not were not fans... No, she's in season one because she starts showing up when... Um, What's it? Uh, the the brother, the youngest joke. brother. I don't actually, give a shit. No, the youngest brother <laughs> is like having his this rebellion, is your topic. This is and your she's super into him. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she loves Jamie. No, no. not Jamie. Renly. It's, um, oh, Renly. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, in love with her. That's right. When she becomes like, yeah, his guard. Maybe part of what didn't allow me to get in- <clears throat> interested is I just maybe have a stronger predisposition towards sci-fi and I wasn't one of the people brought over like it could be you know what you need to watch is you need to watch The Expanse oh fuck yeah The Expanse it's on like my Amazon yes The Expanse might be the greatest science fiction show ever it's so good I've been hearing good things about Altered Carbon Scott when we turn this off we're talking about Star Trek Discovery oh are you caught up yep oh fuck yes (laughs) Jesus god damn the most recent episode holy shit The Expanse is amazing because The Expanse is if if humanity actually did expand to the stars in like 50 years, the expanse is what it would actually be. The expanse is the most approachable hard sci-fi I've found. Real, real science fiction. Like, but it's approachable. Real space physics. How we ruin all of space instead of just... Yeah. But it's approachable unlike a lot of hard sci-fi, which (laughs) there's like a a level of physics you have to understand. All right, well now we're talking about space. One last Game of Thrones thing. Mm -hmm. If you're into reading about descriptions of amazing sounding food, read, <laughs> read all of those books. Oh, yeah. No. Every time they have a feast or a banquet, it's just like, oh, my fucking God, I want all of this. Uh, by the way, way, if you're into that George level of detail, Martin, yeah. conversely, yes. if you want to know about uh, detailed women's clothing, read Yes, I was just about to say that. Check out some Robert Jordan because he gets into that level of detail. But he with clothing. is to women's clothing what George R. R. Martin is to feasts. God. Without being like rapey and weird. I and that's Robert the end Jordan. of this Star Wars podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's give out a quick shout out. To, hey, hey, um, oh. Tater, you go. Um, <laughs> so if you think the, our logo is pretty cool, check out our art director stuff. Uh, you can find her at Heather Muller Art on Facebook, Heather Lime on Twitter, and Heather Muller 88 on Instagram. Cool. Uh, let's give a quick thanks to uh, Kodiak Ducks. And Alex Mimjia for the uh, follows. Hey, make sure and send us an email and we'll uh, get you some swag. 
big shout out to Carson for uh, following us and then also commenting on our stream for a bit. And uh, you guys should check out Radio TCX. I don't know how many of you guys are Patreon subscribers to them, but I definitely am. They actually send out some good swag too. Yeah, if you listen to us and not Radio TCX, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody should be listening to Radio TCX. Yeah, also check out Evergreen. Uh, shout out to Kyle. Yeah, hell yeah, Evergreen. I got to finally meet Kyle because uh, we were passing the night. He's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's um, really cool. Okay, so I want to ask, uh, Kodiak Ducks is he is Kodiak Ducks one of our local people, and which one is that? You sure he's not Canadian? Mm, so is that actually uh, Mark? I don't know. We should ask him. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, well, well. and speaking of, of Mark Stewart from X-Wing Junkies, I'd intended to talk uh, about him making the top eight at the Calgary oh, shit. regional. Congrats, Mark. Is he flying Whisper? Um, <laughs> hold on. No, because Whisper's unflyable with the current meta. Oh. Maybe not in Canada. No, because his list was awesome. It was like Quick Draw, Kylo Ren, and an Academy pilot. And they yeah. made a custom card. Oh, he oh, was flying Carl? Carl? Carl, the Academy pilot. Hell yeah. <laughs> So shout out to Mark. Uh, speaking of Radio TCX, another X-Wing podcast. If you like X-Wing podcasts and want to find more of them, check out xwingpodcast.com. Collects all the ones from all over the country and probably the world. The world. The world, as Mike says. In one convenient place, so you can give them all a try. See which one you like. Yeah. And if you like us... Um, Brody, Scott, Eric, and I do another podcast called The Floor is Lager, where we play D&D. Um, Brody is currently on paternity leave, so we have been doing some one-offs. We just did one last week with Heather instead of Brody, and Eric was the DM on that one. So part one of that will be coming He's shaking out. shaking his head as we yeah, because it's it's for like 12 to hours. <laughs> part one of that will one be out by the time encounter. you hear this. So you can go ahead and check it out. It's and like then one combat encounter that we had to edit out because like we oh, spent the whole day. I didn't on edit it out. Oh, okay. So it's like an 18 hour podcast. No, I streamed it. Can't wait it. for you guys to let us know about all those threes and fours everyone rolled on their <laughs> attack rolls for That's the magic minutes, of Dungeons and Dragons. Including the things they were fighting. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Wait, it's wait, like that like scene in uh, Revenge of the Sith where Obi-Wan <laughs> and Anakin are just waving their lightsabers in front of each other and not hitting each other. Yeah, and that's exactly That what is happened. what happened for about 40 minutes of oh our podcast. God. And it was hilarious. 40 minutes per player. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. Shout out to uh, Dylan and Steve and Mark and Ryan and our other patrons. Sorry, I haven't been consistent with the shout outs. Um, I, I've been talking about us having new swag, and we are in the process of getting that. I've started talking to yep. uh, artists about some upcoming stuff, so hopefully by the next time we record, uh, I'll have some new news for that. Hell yeah. Um, cheers, everyone. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks. Yeah, cheers. 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 Bud Light, Budweiser, that's the worst out of Yeah, I disagree. Of this is pretty the best no, out of the not. shitty beer. Bud uh, Light is High Life is the best out of all those beers. Uh, I don't put it in the same category with these because it is so much better. What about Yingling? I don't put it well, in there either. I guess you guys can't really best. get it out here. But like <laughs> out east, it's on that level. You can get Yingling at the liquor store. I don't think you can.
I, I haven't seen, seen it. it. The one on Fourth South, you can. It's the oh. only <laughs> in America. Is that cream soda? You can get pumpkin scotch at the liquor store. Is that cream soda? Why did you want pumpkin scotch? I don't know, but that's what was there when I went with my boss to buy Have a bunch you of had for the work party. The nice. red cream soda that Barks makes? I did. That stuff it's not bad. Uh, last time I was the grocery store, I almost bought a selection of root beers. We've been recording it. for a little bit now. By oh, okay. <laughs> cool. All is right. this all going at the end? Maybe. Will we all bitch Maybe. about your coolers. This is going to go in at the end. Boop. Existence is a torture. Dick butt. And everything. But far. Succumb to the darkness. <laughs>